0: Hello, I'm Sam Varner, your host of the She Needs Grit Podcast, and I am really, really pumped up for what I have in store for you this year. We are going to be diving into some amazing entrepreneurial stories. We're going to be talking all about how you can build your business, how you can have a business that supports the exact ideal dream life you're trying to create for yourself and your family and how you can do it while you make buckets of money. So, settle in, buckle up, get some caffeine, and let's get started. Hello, I cannot wait for you guys to hear my conversation with Tabitha Croker. She's a business coach and a founder of the Present Profitable Mom membership group And she concentrates and focuses on teaching moms how to generate profitable business. And one of the main ways she does that is talking about the ownership of membership. So if you've ever been a little curious about how you could run a membership, what that would look like, I think this is the best conversation for you to listen to. You'll get some insight as to what exactly Tabitha thinks about membership, hear a little bit about living in Alaska, and getting an opportunity to hear two moms having conversation about what it's like to run a business as a mom. Enjoy. I am so excited to have Tabitha joining me today from Alaska. So she is enjoying the very early morning while we're recording this. Thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Ah, oh, Thank you so much for having me, Sam. I'm super
0: excited to chat with you today. Yeah, me too. We've connected a, like a week ago and immediately it was like, oh yes, okay, we need to talk more. <laughs> so I'm so glad we were able to get this on the, on the books. So tell me just a little bit, introduce yourself to the audience, tell them a little bit about who you are, your business, give us the rundown.
1: Yes, awesome. So my name is Tabitha and I am a membership coach. I have two little kids. I have a five year old daughter and a seven year old son. And my husband and I are raising our kids here in Alaska. And I, we chatted a little bit before. I've gotten really passionate about the power of memberships. I really started out in the productivity space around trying to help moms who are entrepreneurs, you know, balance or I like the word harmony. <clears throat> Excuse me. me. harmonize. I think the word
0: yeah. balance. Yeah.
1: Balance (laughs) implies equal and it's never equal. You're always shifting, but you can strike a harmony between all of the important areas of your life. And that includes, you know, self-care, family time, connection with your kids and running a thriving business. And really the membership model in my experience has been the best way to really leverage the amount of time because I don't like to work a lot, especially (laughs) my, my daughter is starting kindergarten this fall, but I've always had kids at home. I've always been a mom of littles. I'm about to be a mom of school age kids, but that's going to be a whole different ball game. And I'm excited to be able to work more, but until until then, I have very limited working hours, and it was a struggle to find a way to make a consistent, reoccurring income with any other
0: business model. Yeah. So when just thinking about that, I think like that consistent, reoccurring income. That statement there, right? That is what I think everybody listening is, is striving towards, right? Mm -hmm. And either has figured it out a little bit, or is still stumbling around in that feast or famine place, right, which is Mm -hmm. so frustrating as an entrepreneur. So how did you take your time management and productivity piece and decide that it needed to be, needed to be focused on that membership? Like, what was that transition? Tell me how that (laughs) happened in your life, because I imagine it's a story. (laughs)
1: Oh, it is a very long winding story because the reason that I figured this out was through a ton of trial and error. It wasn't like I was just one of those people who was overnight success. Like, oh, you know what would be really brilliant is let's do a membership model. Like, Not at all. So I, um, I originally started with a mom blog in 2015 when I was pregnant with my son. I just was so excited to be a mom. And I was like, there's like this whole club of moms who get what it's like to be moms. And I had no idea that was a thing. And I just felt more connected to other women who were moms all of a sudden. And I just wanted to help other people, you know, go faster, not make the mistakes and just really enjoy the journey. And then I was like, wow, um, this little hobby blog is a ton of work. Uh, (laughs) I'd actually Mm -hmm. like to make money from it. Like, how do I do this? And then I felt really lonely to be honest. And Mm -hmm. I didn't know if like what I was trying to teach was actually helping anyone. Um, And I'm an Enneagram too. So I'm super motivated by helping people. And so not knowing if I was helping was like a deal breaker. And so Mm -hmm. then I was like, oh, well I could do uh, a digital course. Like then, you know, I'm giving someone step-by-step not just adding to the information overwhelm, like it's in order. They're going to learn what they need to do and even like giving them action steps so that they take action on what they've learned. I was like, okay, awesome um and then it came out that you know i think the industry standard is less than 10% of people who purchase digital courses ever complete them and i'm sure yeah. that the percentage of people who take action on what they learned in said digital course is probably even lower um and then as far as creating the course and launching the course was like a ton of work and i think the first time okay. that i sold it i sold like four 437 dollar courses It's like, okay, and then you can't relaunch the exact same thing right away because the people who were going to buy already bought. So then you're like, okay, like now what do I create? And then I was like, okay, well, um, I'll try group coaching because that's going to like leverage my time a little better, but it didn't get rid of that launching cycle that was, you know, very stressful and a lot of work. And I should mention also, so I worked full time in my job, my job with a uh, healthcare organization. So big job working my way up to administration. And then um, when my, so I worked full time until my son was two and a half. And I knew when I was pregnant with my daughter, I was like, there's no way I'm going to work full time anymore. It doesn't have the flexibility. I want my babies. They We had an amazing early childhood education center, but they wouldn't be in the same class. So not only would I not be with my kids, they wouldn't be with each other. And I was just like, that's not going to work. Um, and it was surprising to me because I always thought I'd be a career mom. And then after having my son, I was like, oh my gosh, I want to stay home. And my husband was like, uh-uh. <laughs> I was
0: like, Wait, we had what? literally not the just- whole story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: So like, yeah, it was like, okay, that's, we have not planned for that at all. You just can't quit your job on a whim. I was like, fine. So I went back to work, got into this swing of things again, kind of doing the blog, like on the side, I'm an early morning person. So I'd work on my blog before going to work and then got pregnant with my daughter. I was like, okay, I have got to go down to part-time because I need more time with my babies. And I was like, okay, so I have a little more time so I can try this group coaching. Um, So I tried that, but it didn't get rid of like the feast or famine cycle. And then October, 2020, I was laid off from my part-time job and I was like, okay, well, I have a little more time now. Let me try one-on-one coaching because that was always too much time for the little bits of time that I had while I was working. Um, and then I just found that was really a big time suck for me because I still, just because I wasn't working, I didn't want to work a ton of hours. So it yeah. was really like, okay, I have about 10 hours a week I want to put into my business. I, I'm i an early morning person. I like to work 5 to 7 a.m. before my kids wake up. So I have some time to focus. It makes me such a better mom when I have a couple minutes mm-hmm. to myself, have a cup of coffee, um, not wake up to cup of coffee. That's a blissful thing. Uh Yeah. And it stays hot the whole time as I slug it back. It's amazing. Um, (laughs) and so I just really was like, okay, trying all of these pieces and like that doesn't work, that doesn't fit. And then I actually I was working with a coach and I was feeling like, okay, like maybe this online business thing isn't going to work for me because I can't fit it into this 10 hour work week. I refuse to work more. I'm not sacrificing this time with my kids. Um, Like, I don't know, like maybe I'll just get a job when they're both in school, like whatever. Um, And I was working with this coach and then she had a membership and I was like, okay, like, I guess I'll try a membership. It's like literally the only thing I haven't tried. And I really didn't want to, I was like, isn't this just <laughs> going to be like a content beast? I'm like, I already struggle to keep up with content. Cause that alone is a time suck. And I was like, whatever, like I'll just do it. And then if it works awesome. And if it doesn't like maybe the online space just isn't for me, I'll figure something else out, you know? Um, and then it ended up being my favorite thing. And I was like, it doesn't, I learned one of my biggest things that I learned right away is that it doesn't have to be this constant content machine. Like some people do run their memberships that way, but truly
0: really less is more in a lot of ways. A hundred percent. I'm so glad you said that because yes, lots of things are too much and we don't, yes. I think that's why online courses don't get consumed. Exactly. Because you want to put so much into them, but it's too much. So I love that you're like, I am a minimalist in my membership. I think that that's good.
1: Yes. And it also kind of developed from everything that I've learned. I was like, okay, my membership has to have content, but I'd been an entrepreneur for a while. So I had quite a bit of content Mm -hmm. Um, and also less is more. So like my, um, for example, I have a low ticket productivity membership for mom entrepreneurs. And that is, um, I have... My strategy lab and my productivity lab are each like 20 minutes. And then they have action items associated with them, which is a key point because if you just Mm -hmm. give someone a bunch of information, they don't know how to get started, they're not going to take action. And then we have built in accountability, which I think is a piece that really gets missed for digital courses. They kind of get purchased and maybe foldered, but that's the other thing on the other end is that someone's paying for your membership every month. So if they see that, they're going to be like, Oh, right. I need to go in and do, Mm -hmm. you know, consume the content for the month and do the action items. And, Oh, I've got this accountability form. What did I work on this week? What am I going to work on next week? And it's not to just give someone more to do like for mine, for example, it's really helping them in the area of whatever the niche is to help them take action. So Mm -hmm. My questions aren't, what did you do in the membership? My questions are around, what did you do in your business and kind of Mm -hmm. how did the membership content support you in that? Or is there something that you're needing, which is also a thing that I love about memberships is having that conversation, knowing if I'm helping people and if I'm not knowing what they need help with, because you can do a lot of market research and market research is great, but those people aren't paying you. I mean, that's mm-hmm. hypothetical. Like, I can't tell you how many times, like, people be like, oh, I would love a course that had this, this, and this. And I create it. And I'm like, here you go. You want to buy it, right? Because I literally created everything that you said that you wanted. And I'm like, oh, well, uh, you know, I can't right now. Or, you know, mm-hmm. so it's like someone in your membership is literally paying you every month. They're already paying you. So if they yeah. say they want something, like, yes, you can create it for them. And so you're not just overwhelmed with, I mean, I'm overwhelmed with ideas. Like I'm definitely an idea generator, (laughs) but it gives me so much clarity in what to offer in my membership because people are like, Hey, I need help building my email list. I'm like, okay, awesome. We actually have a guest speaker coming, um, later this month, I do a monthly spotlight, which is another point. You don't have to create all the content yourself. So I do a monthly spotlight of one of my members. So everyone gets to know them a little better. It really helps with the networking and she's going to teach on email list building. So I didn't even have to create that thing that the other members were asking for. They get to know Mm -hmm. each other. And that's, I feel like I'm, I could literally talk about this all day, but that's (laughs) another benefit is that they're networking and helping each other and getting to know each other. Which I mean, I create quote unquote the container. I hate that word. I need to find a better word for it, but I create the container. And then they get these exponential results with like zero of my effort because they're connecting with each other. So they're connecting with each other's network. I mean, I have virtual assistants in there who I've hired, who other people in the group Mm -hmm. have hired, who have referred. I have, you know, people who have referred, you know, people to my podcast, me to other people's podcasts, and you just people in the community get this massive value of, Supporting mm-hmm. each other. And again, this is like zero of my time. Like they get this value from something that doesn't take a bunch of my time, which, as a busy mom, like that's amazing. And that's not to say that I never engage. Of course, I'm there also in a limited yeah. capacity with, you know, yeah, really um specific expectations and boundaries and all of those things. Mm-hmm. Which are, Heat to life, but these are just a few examples of how a membership models uh, serves your clients and it gets you that reoccurring revenue in your business without costing you a ton of your time.
0: I think that's so critical because I think the number one challenge is how do you not accidentally work 60 hours in your business, right? Mm. So have you been able to stick within the confines of that 10 hours a week? Have you been, for the most part, able to stick in that space?
1: Mostly until I started my podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah. time. That's almost yes. its own little 10 hour devil. Mm-hmm.
1: It, it can be. I still am super limited and I do have a virtual assistant who helps me with a few things. So she does all the mm-hmm. producing and pieces of the podcast, but even recording podcasts, either solo episodes or guest episodes, that takes a little more time but arguably even my 10 hour week, the things that I'm doing for my membership, I'd be doing for any business too. Right. You know, it's Yeah. Not, They're just kind I, of
0: the basics of what you have to do
1: regardless. Yes. So I would say like, I mean, what I do like in my membership specifically, it really depends is definitely less than 10 hours a week. And it really depends. Like, am I recording new content or, you know, mm-hmm. another good point. So I've had my low ticket membership for over a year. And so what I do is I actually have repurposed the content from the previous year because people still need reminders. It's about being intentional and having those habits. And sometimes Mm -hmm. we need a reminder, even if say like you've implemented a morning routine, but then we, you know, say like in the membership, we go through my rising morning routine and you're like, Oh, I forgot. I'm, you know, like, not drinking water. First thing is that, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to start, I'm going to start including that. And so that refresher every year is very valuable. And so yeah. it's, it's super valuable for me. Cause I mean, the only time I create new content now is if someone has specifically requested it and I don't have someone, either a guest speaker or a member spotlight to speak on it, then I will create it. But now after a year of having it, it's even less of my time. I'm not creating content. Um, I do schedule emails, but again, I have a VA who, you know, does that at a very affordable price. And so uh, she works for me probably doing the podcast three hours um, a week and then other things, even just a couple hours a month. So, I mean, she's not even doing a ton for me.
0: And I can still make it work. I love that. So when did you decide, okay, so I've got this membership and it's going and it's working. Now I think I'm going to coach people on the idea of membership. So how? tell me about that transition. Yes, that was even just after after having my
1: membership for a little over six months, I was just like, like, this is amazing. This is working so Mm -hmm. well for me. Um, Why don't more people do this? And I was like, I think you know, maybe people just don't know, or they assume it's a ton of content for not very much money. And a- another piece in here that I think a lot of people aren't aware of is a membership doesn't have to be low ticket. So it doesn't have to be a yes. low dollar amount. So like, even I would say like a mastermind is kind of a high ticket membership because absolutely,
0: it, if it's run I'm, well, I think it is. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And because, I mean, it's a little different. I often get asked, like, what's the difference between like a group program and a membership, but a group program, like everyone is going through steps together, which is valuable in some ways, but for a busy mom, like if you miss a week and you feel like you're behind, that's really hard. You can get lost Mm -hmm. in the shuffle. So the, um, the membership model makes it so you can, you know, there's a suggested content for the month, but If there's something else that you need, it's available. And then you also have the coaching because back to people taking action. So you can give them the action items, but how many times, no matter how many examples someone gives, you sit down to do it and you're like, oh, but how is that going to work for me? Like my situation's actually Mm -hmm. a little different. And so you also include coaching in some way, shape or form into your membership. So in my opinion, it's really the best of all worlds. You've got the coaching, Mm -hmm. you've got the content, you've got the community. Like all of these, these three pillars are just going to get someone amazing results. And then if they want to work with you more in another capacity, it's really nice from a, uh, you know, quote unquote funnel perspective. If someone needs Mm -hmm. more assistance, they can sign up to work with you one-on-one if you would like that. Or you can even have, like, I actually I'm not running a mastermind at the time of this recording, but I have my low ticket membership that's around productivity, which I believe gives you a life improvement. It improves your Mm -hmm. life as a mom and entrepreneur to leverage your time and energy, but improving it only so far. And then my mid ticket membership is my membership success accelerator, where I teach you a transformation to have in your business, which is using the membership model in your business. Mm -hmm. So then that's my mid ticket. And then I also, my high ticket membership is really my mastermind when I run it, which is people who already have a membership, they're looking to like skyrocket, or maybe they want to create a mastermind and really taking their membership to the next level. level. Mm
0: -hmm. I, I love that. I think that's such a valuable insight into how a membership type business, like a membership style business can be run. And that it, because I do think the vast majority of people are probably thinking memberships like, okay, but if it's 20 bucks a month or $37 a month or whatever, the scalability of that is hard, right? Because you are trying to get enough people in there to have it be a decent income is hard. And it's, it is hard at the beginning, but once it gets going, right, I think a membership model then you also have your tears where people are going to be like, this was amazing. I need to be part of the next the next mm-hmm. step up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I love that so much. I think, I love these kind of discussions about how everybody's doing their business differently and what what way they're doing it for the reason that everybody out there listening, now their brain's thinking,
1: mm-hmm.
0: how could that be relevant to me? How could I use that? Like, this is the power of even though we're not masterminding in a big group, but it's the power of how are other people's brains creating a business Mm -hmm. and what can I use from that creation that could be applicable to my own? And I think Mm -hmm. such high value, so, so good. I'm so glad that you were willing to be so transparent with all of that because I think that's, I think they'll, they'll love it. So, okay, so you've got these three models. How frequently are you running your masterminds? Are you doing it a couple of times a year or what does that look like? So I uh, took kind
1: of a break to really wanted to focus on my accelerator, and I felt like I couldn't give that my full attention if I also had... the. I didn't want to split my energy, and I really wanted to make sure that I had everything ironed out, Um, and so that's why I didn't run it right now, but I actually... (laughs) I'm really thinking about, it must be all this extra daylight here in Alaska in the summer because yeah, my brain is time. just like, oh my gosh, like all of the things. I'm like, I could launch like three things right now and then maybe in the fall I could launch this and this. And so I'm thinking about relaunching the Accelerator and the Mastermind in the fall, not at the exact same time, but um, yeah, probably looking at the fall is what I'm thinking today for what that's worth. But like I said, the yeah. ideas have been, Even crazier than usual, which, by the way, is another thing I love about working with a membership because I know so many people and I have so many ideas that I'm like, okay, maybe this idea isn't for me. Maybe this
0: idea is for you. (laughs) I do that all the time with clients where I'm like, I had this thought about you the other day because, yes, I do think through your businesses regularly, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, what about this? It doesn't work for me, but do you like it? You could use it. (laughs) Here you go. It's a fully formed baby. There you go. Enjoy. Yes. I love that so much okay so where can where can everybody find you if they're like okay now you've hooked me this membership idea has caught my eye how do they how do they find you
1: yeah so i am primarily on instagram at okay. present profitable mom and then if you are not on instagram you can always send me an email tabitha at present profitable mom watch the spelling because I spell it wrong all the time and it's very long. So I'm sorry. I need to do something about that. But yeah, really Instagram and I'm newly dabbling on TikTok. So if you're on TikTok, it's also at present profitable
0: mom. Okay, perfect. And of course, guys, I will put that all in the show notes so that you can access it really easily. I am so grateful we had this conversation today. Thank you so yeah. much for coming on She Needs Cream.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much for having
0: me. You are welcome. Thank you so much for listening and spending your time at the She Needs Grit podcast. I would be ever so grateful if you would be able to leave me a review or share this episode with somebody that you know needs to listen to these lessons as well. Thank you so much.